So sometimes it can be used as a homogenization technique, like making you into something that you're not, making you fit into this kind of mold instead of really honoring your difference and your differentiation and your uniqueness. And that's what's frustrating. That's what gets weird. Um, Like, for example, with the coach last year, you know, it's a business coach, and I was desperately wanting to have a successful business. And so she kept telling me, you have to show up every single day, multiple times a day, and you have to, you have to say your offer every single day. And just, yeah, the consistency, all of that stuff, right. And so I was trying so hard to do that. And it just wasn't working. And I was annoyed. But then once I got out of it, and I started looking back and observing based on my own energy, I thought, well, of course, it's not going to work. First of all, I don't have consistent energy. So why am I forcing it? Second of all, as a mental projector, if I show up every single day and tell you what I think you should be doing and why you should pay me to do it, that's not going to (laughs) work. It translates differently than when a generator says something like that or when a manifester says something like that. Simply because I'm a mental projector, it's just mechanics. So it would be different if I was showing up um, just as my natural teacher self. And I, I have found more success inside of sharing myself and showing up as I am and talking about things I'm learning about myself and sharing my three-line process and just sharing what I'm learning with my one line in my mind and and going that way and being me, which makes total sense. I'm collective. I have the channel of curiosity. I'm a mental projector. I'm meant to share. Like basically everything in my chart is about being a teacher and a guide and a storyteller. And that's what I've wanted for so long. So when I do that and I share the stories, I, I share my own stories with the collective, that's a very different vibe than me trying to be a 2-4 sacral generator. And like it's just not going to work. Um, but she got mad at me that it's like I wasn't listening to her. She was getting frustrated, like I wasn't doing what she told me to do. And so that's when it hit me of how being coachable can be used as such a deep manipulation tactic and how hurtful it is as a projector to not be recognized for who I am. And it helped me see how how little I've been recognizing myself for my entire life. I've been trying so hard to be a generator and to be coachable. And I've basically been surrounded by generators. And so I, I thought if I was coachable and I showed up as they are showing up, then I'll be doing the right thing and then I'll have success and then I'll, you know, my life will be good like theirs. And when in reality, that's not the case. The other interesting thing is as projectors, we can only learn about ourselves through the other. That's Again, just simply mechanics. With our penetrating aura, we're here to guide. And by that process, like we learn about ourselves through the other person. So, so it makes sense why I was trying so hard to be a generator my whole life. Because I would see what they were doing and, and then try to integrate it for myself. 
And obviously it didn't work. But now I know to watch other projectors. I know to observe other projectors. And I know how powerful I am as a teacher and as a guide. And I understand the frequency of my voice. I understand the frequency of me saying, hey, here's this program I have, you should buy it, is different than a generator saying that thing. And... And I deeply learned to never have a generator coach, ever, 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 ever. (laughs) Nothing against generators because I absolutely love generators and they're my best friends are generators. And I'm so grateful for your amazing enveloping energy and your aura. And I just feel like I can take on the world when I'm around you and it's beautiful. Oh my gosh, I love it so much but you are not meant to guide me. And I, I needed to learn that. And I had to learn it the hard way. So basically with this, I just want to tell you that being coachable is maybe not the thing. Uh, maybe you haven't had as many issues with this as I have, which would be fabulous. But it changed my perspective as a coach where I I have a hard time calling myself a coach now because I have no interest in making you into something and as a coach I've coached PE basketball track CrossFit um, lots of things and I see how it's important to have a player or it's important to have the person I'm coaching to be willing to be adaptable and that's different than the manipulation, you know, because again, if I see something, if I'm filling in the gap of what you don't know, you don't know, you have to be willing to change your perspective a little bit to to see what I see. But I will never try to make you into something you're not. So as always, Let me know if this made sense, if this brought you any insight or clarity or confusion. And just remember, like, just honor yourself, honor your strategy, honor your authority, honor your energy. You are amazing and beautiful. And if someone is shaming you by telling you you're not coachable, then just leave. Just leave. You don't need no shame here. Don't need any shame. That's not motivation. Okay. I love you. Thanks for listening. Okay. If you listen to my seven years podcast that I just did, uh, you heard me get all on a tangent about um, going past your comfort zone. So I wanted to unpack that a little bit because this is so interesting to me. I have spent a lot of time. I really wanted to be uh, coachable. You know, being coachable is such a huge thing. I was an athlete as a kid and being coachable is huge as an athlete. And then I was in CrossFit and they're, they're big on being coachable. You need to be coachable. And so in some ways I get it because you need to walk into a space understanding that you don't know everything and understanding that the coach is there to help you and support you and guide you and to make you better. Like especially with CrossFit where you could hurt yourself and plenty of people do. And I actually did. It's part of why I don't do CrossFit anymore. But 
when you have a coach that can guide you and care for you and really point out these things and you don't take the correction personally, then that's what builds you up. That's what makes you better and stronger and wiser is having this coach to fill in the gaps because you don't know what you don't know. Like in CrossFit, I started and I was terrible. There's this move that's now my very favorite lift. It's called the power clean. And I absolutely love this lift. When I first started, I could tell I was going to love it, but I was absolutely terrible at it. So, so terrible. It took me two years to really fine tune this lift and to figure out how to do it. And I couldn't have done that without the guidance from my coaches. That's important. So yes, being coachable is important, but there's also this other aspect where it's just this deep manipulation and this deep shame tactic that I started to see in the coaching industry and the like life coach coaching industry in the human design space. Um, uh, And yes, I'm specifically talking about the coach I had last year because so many lessons came from that, (laughs) from that one. So many lessons. (laughs) 